You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys, and welcome to your weekly wisdom with the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media, and don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, sh- review, share. I know I cut you off. Oh, okay, <laughs> don't forget to. Fa- I was like, uh, did I do it wrong again? <laughs> no, no, I just cut you um, off. I was anxious. You know what's funny about that? What's up? Um, the whole part where it kind of is like a little tongue twister for me. Mm-mm. Where you come in, where it's okay. Welcome to Los Wise Guys. Where where we reflect on various, where we reflect, like there's a lot of R's and my tongue gets tired. That's why you you remember the the last time I introed, I did the pauses. Yeah, I feel like there it added more inflection and it got me past that. Okay. Where we reflect on various topics for your amusement that's a good one i think i might do that yeah, yeah. that's why because then i because i hear it's like it you say I, we you get to pause a little bit yeah, and yeah. then you then you know what i'm saying i like because when that. i say it, i feel like i get tongue-tied and i don't say the words correctly yeah. and then it sounds like i'm having a stroke yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i am your host for today the architect himself the jenga slinging son of a gun the architect him did i just say that yeah, it's all right just keep going it's early it's early i think morning. i'm gonna i'm gonna we're, switch that we're recording earlier than we normally do yeah i know <laughs> i i'm gonna i'm gonna do the jenga slinging son of a gun the architect himself Islam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's up guys how you doing i'm doing good it's great you're gonna do all the time yep then? you know what since <laughs> since we're just doing this on the on the podcast the when you say himself it weirds me out the architect himself because it Should sounds like you're talking architect myself that sounds weird. Honestly, I would just say the architect. Oh, okay. just the architect and say who you are, because okay. it makes it makes sense if somebody else is saying that. Himself. Yeah, I know. I'm just speaking in the third person, and then I'm talking to myself. That's why I say himself. I mean, if you're gonna do that, then you gotta you gotta own it and only talk in third person for the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh no, I can't. Do that shit <laughs> you mean Aslam can't do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Islam doesn't like that suggestion. <laughs> Why? He doesn't I'm, speak like that. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? I feel like he talks in the third person all the time. The uh, Rock. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. I don't know why. I just feel like he talks in third person, like in his regular life. Well, he just says Jeff Goldblum doesn't. Want yeah, a he sandwich. says his whole name. <laughs> He's like, Mr. Goldblum, would you like some soup? Like, Jeff Goldblum is not in the mood for soup. <laughs> Be like, what? <laughs> Unless Jeff Goldblum gets some tomato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, um i'm i'm here with my co-host the sun killer the cold lover wants to move to alaska <laughs> daniel rosado what's up right, i get it I, I like the cold i get it <laughs> um if you guys um haven't caught up with any of our latest episodes um our third co-host um had moved to florida and decided not to be with us on the podcast long any longer mm-hmm. or be a regular mm-hmm. on the podcast any longer. Yeah, Rudy um, said he was going to pop up, try to do a guest stuff uh, occasionally whenever he gets a chance. Yeah, I think it's just being in a different state and scheduling-wise, it's going to be even tougher than we had before. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, we look forward to him. We look forward to having him on mm-hmm. again. 
You know what? As a matter of fact, I was thinking about talking to him and be like, you know what? I'm going to start doing easy on my Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> never watch again. He's never going to do that. I'm just going to take it. Like, uh, he brought it back for one episode yeah. or, like, well, one intro episode mm-hmm. and then another episode and then that's it. Well, I brought it back in one of our episodes yeah, so that he could do it. Yeah. I was just like, that's how much I like the show. Shit, I forgot to turn this thing that's off fine. again. Let's just let it happen. All right, know? whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's going to pick up, though. Uh, that's I don't, fine. Hopefully. You don't even know what we're talking about. That's fine. Don't worry about it. It's locked in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the basement. <laughs> we should do that. Live from the basement. I like God that. Good damn. shit. Look at that. Look at yeah. that. Let's ET it. Yeah. Um... So what are we talking about today, Dan? All right, so it's been a while. It's been a while um, <laughs> since we've done a Mount Rushmore. Yes, as a matter of fact, have we ever done a Mount Rushmore, just you and me? I don't think so. I think this is the first. We should, uh, future topic, Mount Rushmore, favorite anime protagonists. Oh, believe me, this, this was on the mind. I, when I thought, I was like, Mount Rushmore with Eslam, mine went straight to anime. But yeah. I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not ready. I need since, to, I need uh, to since prepare. Since I brought this up, I'm going to have to like... Yeah. Make a list. Yeah, okay, Check it twice. Fine. That's fine. You know. Santa Claus, he's on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he could be. He was in a movie. Hey, man. So Barack Ooh. Obama was in one. There we go. I just thought of one. What? From uh, For this topic, from a movie. Okay. All right. So what we're what else I was referring to is um, I got the idea of Mount Rushmore, all-time favorite movie villains. So, part one, because I'm sure we have. Oh, one. I'm sure yeah. we're gonna go, like like hell the the wrestling one I did with Rudy a while ago. Yeah. I listened to it not too long ago, and I was like, and I said it on that episode, like that's how I'm feeling not right only now. today within <clears throat> this hour. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I listened to it, I was like, oh, I would change almost everything there now, <laughs> and it's just, that's just the way I am. But um, yeah, with this one, it's as of right now, and as we've said before, if you've never heard a Mount Rushmore episode. Uh, this could change at any given time. It's not who we consider the best. It's who we consider our favorite. It's in no specific order. Nobody's in number one spot, none of that. It's just yeah. who you consider in your top four as of right now. And for this topic, it's movie villains, specifically yeah. movie villains. Yes. So, Aslam, would you like to start? Would you like me to start? You start. All right. I'm starting. And I'm starting off. In a big way. You ready? Oh, oh, shit. You ready? Oh, shit. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. The Jew Hunter from Inglorious Bastards. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a good one. Right? Good shit. Because uh, when I thought of the topic, I was like, I don't want to go the traditional route unless I necessarily have to. So I was thinking, all right, let's do this. Let's really think. And I thought, all right, what are some movies I like? Automatically, my mind goes to Quentin Tarantino. Okay. If you haven't heard it, listen to our all Tarantino episode where yeah, all we do is kiss that man's ass. Yeah. Great yeah. episode. And uh, Inglorious Bastards. We talked about, when we were talking about that show, uh, that, on that episode, we were talking about the movie, the <clears throat> fact that he his character alone makes up for like so much of what we love about that movie. Yeah. I mean, he just goes out there. He's He's just... He's the definition of a bad guy. He's like, I hate the Jews and give Sounds me some nothing milk. Nothing like that. <laughs> give me some milk. <laughs> get me some milk. <laughs> I hate the Jews and get me some milk. Oh my God. <laughs> that song was a completely different movie. That was that was that, Foxy Brown. That's what that you was. You don't remember that one? No, I don't. Oh, that's, that's when you were talking about you Foxy Brown. You don't remember Brown. him saying that in the movie? No. Oh, shit. Well, it he never did happened. it. Go watch it again, bro. That was a deleted scene. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no the the Jew hunter. I can't remember his 
what his title was. I yeah. think it was it was probably Hans or something. Whatever. But um They're he all was, named Hans. <laughs> but he was so cool. Like I mean, he came off so intimidating. Like he spoke he spoke uh softly. While drinking milk. Yeah, he drank milk, had a big ass goofy looking pipe. And you were still like, you don't fuck with this man. And everybody in that movie knew this is not the man to fuck with. Like yeah. he was just too intimidating. And he just he he would fuck you over with a smile. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really just the did. way it was. Uh, how, how do you how do you feel about the Jew Hunter? Yo, like you said, he's he's a great. We talked about him on that episode, and yeah. he's a great villain. Like I said, <laughs> I hate these shoes. Yo, so we talked about that one scene for for a long while in the movie, mm-hmm. in our last episode, because it was just like it was nothing but pure dialogue. Yeah. It was so suspenseful, mm-hmm. and you were like, "What the fuck is gonna happen? Yeah. Is this guy gonna give him up?" And he was like, he talked like he he did what um, FDR said, right? Speak softly, carry, carry a big, big stick, stick, right? He was in there. He himself was so calm, like he wasn't agitated. He wasn't like in a rush mm-hmm. to do anything else. Yeah. He's like, "I'm just gonna chill with you." We're going to have a cup of milk together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about killing some Jews. Yeah. Right? And I think the scene was like 10 minutes long. It was. A, it was a, It might have been longer. Like, it was <clears throat> such a good scene. And the thing is, that scene, at what point in the movie is that scene? The beginning. Yeah. The yeah. movie starts off, and like I said, it's like, you don't know what's going on. You just know this is Tarantino's take on a World War II war movie. Yeah. That's all you know. You go in there, you don't know any of the characters. You just see there's this farm in France. There's these people. They're hiding um, their Jewish neighbors underneath their uh, their floorboard in the basement or whatever. And this guy comes in. And through dialogue, which we all know Tarantino is amazing at, through dialogue, you learn, one, this guy is literally a Jew hunter. He His job is to go out, find Jewish people that have escaped from the Nazi rule, mm-hmm. and to bring them in kill them do whatever you find out how intimidating he is you learn about a little bit of like the family how they're neighbors with these people and then you have this guy who's much bigger than him mind you the farmer who he's at first you think you look at him like all right he seems like he's a tough guy if they got into a scrap he could probably kill this guy he could probably kill the jew hunter but through just talking you realize holy shit he's scared he starts sweating he's panicking in his own home yeah because of this guy just straight up just having a conversation with him like you said extra calm extra cool collected just having a conversation he's with this like, guy he's like listen man you might be bigger than me yeah it's because all you this might milk. have some delicious milk yeah but i'll still fucking kill you yeah like <clears throat> and i mean not only that how many languages does the guy speak in this movie he speaks like three or four. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like that's one thing they do. They're talking in French, and then he's basically he's like, you know how to speak German, right? And they switch to German. Yeah. And then he's like, listen, let's be real. I know you got people in your basement. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it's crazy. It's just like he could just switch from one language to another. At the end, he's speaking Italian. Uh-huh. Remember when the guys was like, oh yeah, this is yeah, these are the Italian film crew that was like, oh really? And then just starts talking to them in Italian, and it's crazy. It's like they don't know how the fuck to speak Italian. It's just. He's just all around put together. He's just a fucking great villain. Yo, it like, and, and what's scary is like there. Were, I'm sure there were people like that. Oh yeah, in the in yeah. the in the war. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Jew hunter. The Jew hunter. All right, what do you got? What do I have? You know, I I had one. It was an animated villain, but mm-hmm. he's not that good. Now that I think about it. 
<laughs> it's, it's hey man, it's your favorite. It's uh, would you would you consider him to be one of your favorites? It it was an interesting idea, mm-hmm. but probably not. He wasn't no. like a good enough villain. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, my one of a favorite. To- what I'm gonna say is Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. Now I know a lot of people don't say he wasn't really like a Joker type or whatnot, um, or like authentic to the to the comic books. But for me, he he amplified one of the characteristics of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And the thing that people don't realize is. When we read comic books or we see these animated shows, they're spread out over many seasons and many episodes. So these characters can develop crazy different types of um, characteristics, Mm -hmm. such as gangster, crazy, lunatic, whatever. Yeah. He's been around for like 80 years or close to it at this point. Exactly. And so Christopher Nolan decided to take one aspect of the Joker and the crazy aspect is always there because mm-hmm. that's what the Joker is, right? Like psychopath maniac. Yeah, at its core. Yeah. Yeah. And what he decided to do was take the anarchist in the Joker and amplify that for his storyline. Mm-hmm. Because what the Joker was doing in the show like he consolidated all the crime bosses in in the show I'm sorry in the movie yeah. he consolidated all the crime bosses by intimidation mm-hmm. and he was just one man he didn't have like a cr- whole crew behind him he was just one man that was super smart and he used that to his advantage and fucked up all these people mm-hmm. after that he took all their money put them in a pile gave them half and burned the other half mm-hmm and they're like, why are you doing it? He's like, just because. Yeah. And just because is one of the aspects, one of the characteristics of the Jokers is the anarchist just for plain old anarchy because he's a psychopath. Like, yeah. there's no explanation to his anarchy. <clears throat> and that's and that's what showed in that. And I thought he, I thought he did a real world done job like yeah. it was it was fantastic to see i loved it when he was telling his like he always kept bringing up his own scars when no one asked mm-hmm. which i thought was funny which mm-hmm. showed a little bit of his insecurity mm-hmm. and he was playing to that so he's like i'm insecure i know you see these scars so be like do you want to ask me about my scars mm-hmm. i know you want to like and he would make up different stories every time like he did mm-hmm. that <clears throat> which i thought was very interesting and then when and then he was trying to push Batman to kill him, which has always been like the Joker's motive, right? Get yeah. Batman to break his code. Yeah. Um so in that sense I thought it was a really well done Joker in that aspect, in that form, because he also Christopher Nolan also took a, a more grounded, realistic approach to the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um set in like what would happen if Batman existed in our world today. Mm-hmm. And it, he obviously, it wasn't 100% that way, but 
I think it was it was done well. Yeah. No. Um. Like I said, everything you said, uh, I can't disagree. I agree with one hundred percent. Like you were talking about the scars, and one thing in particular with the scars is people have had theories over the years. Whether it's just like he's he's just a he's a liar he's a straight up pathological liar mm-hmm. so he's just doing that just to fuck with people, or he's so fucking insane he himself doesn't know how he got the scars. Yeah. That's another theory. He could have gave them to himself. Yeah, it could have it could have been stories. anything. Yeah, and it's just like he like you said, and he just he knows it makes people uncomfortable. And yeah. what does he want? He wants you to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So he's gonna bring it up, and it's just and the whole thing with the money, it's. Nobody put it better than Alfred did in that movie. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, how, think about that. It's like, if you have all these other people, like, for example, the Jew hunter, let's go back to him real quick. Like, his, his, he did what he did because that was his job. He was good at it. At the end of the movie, he was just like, listen, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I know that the, you guys killed Hitler. Um, I'm I'm quitting the thing. I know Nazism is fucked up now. I'm out. I'm good. I, I'm gonna quit. Joker is not like that. Yeah, like, yeah Joker yeah. is just like, how do you stop a man who has like nothing, nothing. to lose? Yeah, yeah, it's like he has nothing to lose, and he honestly he doesn't need to gain anything either. He's just he's just like I'm just doing this almost because I'm bored. Nothing to lose and nothing to gain. Yeah, I mean that's the Joker. And if he does have something <clears throat> gain, it is like in that movie in particular where he's trying to get Batman to kill. And I always felt like it was a sense of just like he he always tried to get the Batman to prove it's like you are nothing more than one of us. Yeah. You know, you it's it's not that you are you think that you're a hero for Gotham that you save Gotham. Maybe I feel the same way. Maybe yeah. I think I'm saving Gotham by I'm bringing chaos Gotham from you. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like we all learn how to depend on ourselves. It could be anything. But it's just like Batman. You think you're better than us? I'm gonna bring you down to my level just to prove that we're not different. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and Joker is just that Joker in particular. Like I said, I don't have a favorite Joker. I I like him. I like Jack Nicholson. I I like Joaquin Phoenix. I'm sorry, Jared Leto. But, I still haven't seen <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I still gotta see that shit. You got to. Yeah. But um, I I like all those Jokers are different, yeah. and I like everything that they bring to the table. And that Joker in particular. That one is all about the chaos. Yeah. That is the the chaotic Joker, the yeah. way I see it. And it's great. It's great. Um, It's funny. There was one thing I remember reading where they talked about how in the movie the Joker only likes to use knives because this, that, whatever, and the thing, that's why he has the scars. And then it was supposed to be something, uh, something like legit from the movie. Mm-hmm. But then in the same thing, it also tells you, it's like, he also used the bazooka. Yeah. So he himself doesn't follow his own code. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't predict, he's... He's all about unpredictability and how do you prepare He's for something like that? He's chaos embodied. Yeah. 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 And Batman, whose job is to prepare for everything. Yeah. It's the perfect foil to him. Yeah. You know? But Joker. Yep. <laughs> all right. You, all right. You, don't, you don't with the... Yeah, I'm done with Joker. The Joker. Yeah. All right. Here's another one. This one's a little different. Um, Ivan Drago. I, I knew you were going to... You did? I, uh, I, I had a feeling that drago was going to be one of your because i know how much you love rocky i love rocky so much yeah i know and i <laughs> i knew i knew ivan drago like i actually thought about using ivan drago yeah and you thought because you knew i was going to yeah i was like nah <laughs> dan has already got that one in the bag i honestly <laughs> a rule uh, we've done it before i've done it with rudy hey if you if you share one that's fine it's just both on both our mount Rush no ones. no I, I i understand yeah i already knew yeah you were gonna do it <laughs> yeah so i was just like 
I'm I'm yeah. just because like, he knows more about Drago. Like yeah. I don't know as much. Like I I've seen the Creed movies. Yeah, I've seen the latest one with Drago's son, mm-hmm. and like, and I remember like the Drago movie from where's it Rocky three? four. Okay, and yeah. So, but I, at the end of the day, I I don't know as much as you do. Yeah. So, my my thing with Drago is, and it's funny because it's Ivan Drago specifically Rocky four. Because when you get to Creed two you realize like he's not that bad he's he's an okay guy you know he was he was just he was just trying to work with what was given to him and he's trying to make the best of it but before creed 2 came out when it was just ivan drago and rocky 4 this man just came up and he was just a monster like you have rocky who he's just a philadelphia guy who's he's just a fucking as dumb as a pile of manure you know what i'm saying he's just a fucking idiot he doesn't know what he's doing. He's going up against Apollo Creed, who's the world's greatest boxer. And he, he you know, the first movie, he, he, he almost gets him. The second movie, he finally beats Apollo. The third movie, Rocky got soft. Apollo is retired. He loses to Clubber Lang, who just goes, eh, eh, people over and over again. <laughs> and Clubber Lang, I still say, Ivan Drago is my favorite villain of the Rocky movies. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang is like didn't one of my all-time favorite your, characters didn't you use that oh damn right i did because clubber lang is i don't think of him as a villain i think of him as a clown <laughs> like clubber lang does nothing but bring joy to me okay i love clubber lang so much because that was your trainer name right in the in the in pokemon shield uh, yeah. the first because uh, i did three playthroughs not fully but the first one my trainer was named clubber lang yeah okay. absolutely yeah. clubber lang is just amazing yeah but um was he was he the the owner of prison mike he was the owner of Prison Mike, okay, yes. Okay. Yeah. For yeah. those of you who don't know, Prison Mike is the name of my grass starter Pokemon, which I got from the office. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but anyway, Drago. So Drago comes up, and you see like Rocky went to war with Apollo. Rocky went to war with Clubber Lang. Apollo is a badass and all this other stuff. Then Drago comes up, this amateur boxer, not even a professional. He shows up, and he's like, I want to I fight America's greatest fighter. I want to fight Rocky Balboa. And then everyone's laughing. Oh, what's this guy gonna do? He's nothing. Apollo's like, man, fuck this guy. I'm gonna fight him. I'm like, I'm not gonna let Rocky get all the credit. I want to be the guy to beat this newcomer. Mm-hmm. I want to prove I still got what it takes. That's Apollo motherfucking Creed right there. And then he's like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm not gonna even train because he's just some amateur boxer. He's nobody. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna I'm gonna come out there to James Brown singing <laughs> to, to my intro. And he's going out there. He's dancing. Apollo Creed is probably built at like six feet tall. Ivan Drago's about ten foot seven, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going out. And as soon as it starts off, you just see he's he's trying to hit Apollo. He's trying to hit Drago, and just nothing's happening. Drago straight up just like gets like one good shot on him. It's like oh fuck, I should have trained. <laughs> and it's just it's all about just Drago, and he shows no remorse. He's just looking at him. He's just got the stoic, serious face, and he's just. Oh man, he does one of the most heinous things ever in cinematic history. He kills Apollo Creed. Oh yeah. He kills Apollo because Rocky should have thrown in the fucking towel and we all know it and I still <laughs> hold that grudge to this day. Adonis, you should be more upset at Rocky about that. Yeah. But he kills him and what does he say? If he dies, he dies. Oh yeah. That like, shit was crazy. That's just some fucked up shit. When he's fighting Rocky later in the movie and they do the whole hand check thing, what does he say? I must break you. He doesn't want to break him. He must do it. Aslam, he must yeah. break him. He must do it for Mother Russia. Exactly. And then... With a cup of milk. 
And then even during that fight, when he's when they're going back and forth, Iraqi proves that Drago is not a machine that he bleeds, and they're fighting. Drago turns to whoever the fuck that was, like the prime minister of Russia, after he fucking chokes out his own manager in the middle of a ring. He just fucking starts choking his manager. He turns to the prime minister or whoever, and he's like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. Fuck Russia. I'm doing this for the great nation of Drago. And, <laughs> and he loses. He loses, disappears, comes back later in Creed 2, and we realize, okay, Drago wasn't that bad of a guy. He was an okay guy. But I'm just, when that movie came out, granted, I wasn't alive, but I can assume. Drago was just a fucking monster. And it was great because people hated the Russians in the 80s. It all worked out. Drago, well, man. that's that's what they... they that's what always, they base it off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they always base off movies of the time. Yeah. So, like, when when Iron... Like, we'll take example. Like, when Iron Man comic books came out, we were having issues with China. That's yep. why the Mandarin was Chinese. Yep. When the Iron Man movie came out, they were I think in, in the Middle East, right? yeah. yeah. So they were dealing with Taliban's. Yep. So you know they they ba- they took the what was happening now yeah. and used that. Yeah. Hell, at the end of the movie, Rocky gives his speech. You know, it's like hey, yo, you know, I was I was I'm an American. I'm an American. I'm in Russia. And you guys didn't like me. Now you like me. If I could, if you could change, I could change. We could all change. And then they, yeah. he went backstage. They're like, Rocky, you have a brain tumor. <laughs> you were having a stroke, Rocky. I was like, "Shit." Well, I knew something was wrong. But no, man, fucking, fucking Drago. You got, you got anything to say about him? <laughs> well, yeah. So one of my favorite lines is, "If if he dies, he dies." And no remorse. Yeah, it's, no remorse. It was just like because it's also like boxing, and it's just like. And what's what's great about that is it shows you the mentality of what people with the hard life have, right? Because mm-hmm. people, so people like um, you might not know this, Khabib, right? He's an MMA fighter. Yeah, the guy who had the whole issue with McGregor. Exactly. Yeah. So the reason, so McGregor is a showboat, right? One hundred percent. Yep. So his job is to be the villain and sell the fight. Mm-hmm. Right? That's his job. Khabib doesn't know what a joke is because of where he comes from, because of the hardship he's went through. Yeah. It, this is this is life or death for him pretty yeah. much. It's like this is like this is how I feed my family, this is how I take care of my family. Same thing with Drago. Right? Drago is like this is for my country. We have to beat America. This is how I can set my family up because if I win, Russia's gonna take care of me. Mm-hmm. And so this was his mentality going in, right? He was hungry. He was like, "This is life or death. This is not just like another boxing match. Mm-hmm. This is not something that I'm gonna walk away yeah. from, make some money." Yeah. And it's he's going all good. out to beat the great American hero, Rocky Balboa. Exactly. Yeah. And and before that, I, I'm talking specifically about. Um, uh, Apollo, mm-hmm. like for the if he wait, did he say? If well, he no, he he showed up. And he's like, no, I want to beat the great American hero Rocky Balboa. Uh-huh. And Apollo's like, well, hang on, you forgot about me. Yeah, I'm the guy who whooped Rocky's ass. Yeah, you you're gonna fight me instead. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, I guess, I guess I'll fight Apollo because <laughs> Rocky didn't want to do it. Yeah, and then the only reason Rocky fought him is because of what happened uh, with Apollo. Okay, um. But the the line he di- if he dies he dies was he says that Apollo. to Apollo I, when Rocky throws in the towel and Apollo's like lying in Rocky's arms and he's about to die yeah like they're they're interviewing Drago 
And the, you have the crowd who was like, oh, my God, you beat Apollo Creed, who's basically Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. And it's all this other shit. And then he's like, he just looks at him, and then he, they ask him some question. I forgot what it was. And he literally says, well, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. Um. So that just... <clears throat> so my, I think my whole point was I liked it because it portrayed the, the mentality of someone who's going through, like, serious hardship. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of shows you what happens later. So if you've seen the Creed movies, um, yeah. spoiler, uh, in Creed 2, when he when uh, Adonis fights Drago's son. Victor, I believe. Yeah, you Victor see Drago. that they're in poverty because he lost to Rocky, mm-hmm. right? So Drago lost to Rocky. The government pretty much like... They're like, fuck you. You know, you... Yeah, you're not getting any support from us. You're not getting any money. So Mm -hmm. he lived in poverty and raised his son. And in the the beginning of the movie, he's pretty much raising his son to gain the honor back. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see how touchy it is when they're kind of like sitting at that dinner. And then mm-hmm. there's that bitch that never said a word before. I'm like, who the fuck is this bitch? And that lady that was like that rich lady. I think his she was wife? in both movie. That was his. No, that's that wasn't his the wife. The blonde woman was his wife. That's Victor Drago's mom who left them. Oh, she left them because they lost? Yeah, that's how fucked up it is. That's why oh, I really, wow. I it, thought it was just some sponsor. No, and she was, talks all the time. She she was she was Drago's mouthpiece in the in Rocky Four. Wow, I do not remember that. Yeah, shit. she was she's like, Oh yeah, my husband, uh, Ivan Drago, he's 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 much so more. So what you do, have the baby and then threw it at him? Like what well, the Well I guess I she was uh, my understanding is she was probably pregnant at the time. Yeah. Or whatever, and then she was she was more of a. She was trying to get into the political scene because, yeah. like I said, Drago was representing like whoever yeah. that was, like the prime minister or whoever. And once Drago lost and he lost all this respect and honor and everything, she was like, "Fuck that!" She was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a kid," but I was like, "You know what? I don't want to. Ha- I don't want to have anything to do with Ivan Drago anymore. That's a stain on me. That that disrespects my honor just to be with you. So you deal with the kid. You deal with yourself. I'm getting the fuck out of here." And she dipped, and then. Ivan Drago was all about I want to get back to where I was, and so he Victor Drago was raised primarily on vengeance. Like, <laughs> like he's just he's just raised on the path of like I need to do this. Like I was born with the sole purpose of becoming a great boxer and representing Russia. Or I don't know if it was getting Russia, my yeah. father's honor back, like getting the yeah. the Drago family name yeah. its honor back, yeah. and by so. Again, back to my point, like this is so because he lost, he went into like poverty, he lost everything. Mm -hmm. And then his son was raised with the mindset. He raised his son with the mindset of it's up up to you now if you got to win or we're still fucked. Yeah. And that's why he's like such a great because it's a villain. But with like with uh, uh, what's the word like like relatability. Like, yeah, I, he's you can relatable. relate. Yeah, you yeah. can relate to the villain yeah. because of his hardship. Be like, oh, if I was put in those shoes, or if this was my life, I can understand mm-hmm. his motives. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. That's what makes like a great villain, mm-hmm. and that's like uh, one reason. Um, the Joker's kind of like a weird villain because mm-hmm. you don't relate to him. Yeah, like there's no relatability to the Joker. It's yeah. just like like we said before, pure it's chaos. pure chaos. Yeah. yeah. So Drago's very relatable. Yeah, and um, he has a redemption story. By the time you get to Creed two, um, once does. again spoilers, uh, where Victor Drago is fighting against Adonis Creed, and 
at the end, towards the end, uh, Adonis. The is, second time, yeah. When yeah, he fights him yeah the exactly. Time. The second time. Adonis is straight up kicking his ass. Yeah. And Victor is just like, Victor is getting his ass handed to him bad to the yeah. point where it's like he might not make it out alive. And it's because of the mindset he grew up with. Yeah. He was just like, my job is to bring honor back to my family. Or die. In or fucking, die. Yeah. So he's literally getting prepared. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to die. And that's where Ivan Drago is just like, no, no, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. We're I, good. I'd Thank rather you. have my son than yeah than my yeah. honor. Yeah, and so it, it truly is a redemption story. Yeah, but um, it's it was good because that's like the movie was done well because it, you get the fu- that fight again because one Donnie's trying to prove himself. Well, and he's trying to get this man's father killed his father. Yeah, you know, so he's like, "Fuck that! You ki- you one of you killed one of me." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he's all about I want to prove. That a creed can beat a Drago. Yeah, and then with Ivan, he's like, "I'd I'd rather have my child yeah. than like no. th- whatever this is." Yeah. yeah, and Rocky's just over there. He's like, you know what? I'm not that good of a traitor. I realize. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go find the kid from Heroes. Yeah, and I'll be his dad again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Peter Petrelli. I missed that show. Right, it came back for like a split, like to just like a, a yeah. small like six episode series to like yeah. end it. And Her- I saw Heroes it. Reborn, yeah, yeah. And I saw it, and it was good. I sh- it wasn't bad, yeah. I I, I missed that show so much. I do much. too. I really so do good. too. Yeah. Like there was so much with the Petrelli family's powers, like the father, how he like yep. sucked shit, yep. and like. Dude, the way they set up villains. Oh, my God. It's like you find out that it's been there from episode one. It's like there were hints towards it from the beginning. Like they were preparing that shit. The the writing on that show was ahead of its time. And they fucking canceled it. Those stupid bastards. Netflix, what the fuck you doing? Bring that shit back. Thanks for listening to the Heroes podcast. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, So, your turn, your turn. So, I, I, I... I kind of cheated a little bit okay. because I, I honestly couldn't think of yeah. anything. So so I kind of just like did a quick Google search. No, that's fine. And I found stuff that I'm like, I really like this villain. Okay. And it's just like I would have never thought of him because how bad my memory is. Yeah. And there's just so much new shit that yeah. I've been like consuming now that that's all in my brain. It's mostly comics or like shows. I haven't watched movie in a while. Okay. You haven't watched movie in a while. I haven't watched movie in a while. I know watch movie. <laughs> Aslam doesn't watch mo- the architect does not watch oh God, movie in a while. Um, the architect, the architect himself, Aslam <laughs> does not watch movie. Okay, so my next villain is Hal Nine Thousand. Now, most of you are like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" That, why does that sound vaguely familiar? Do I know it's Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey? Holy shit! Okay, I knew I knew it. <laughs> I knew. Oh, you son of a bitch! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I so, it. so if if for the younger generation you probably never heard of this movie or even saw it well you should have yeah i know for because that was so if you don't know what 2001 a space odyssey is it is the beginning well not the beginning but it was it was the evolution of the space opera right because we've had space operas before in star wars mm-hmm. right because that that was way before well, when was 2001 when that came out? I think in the 80s or something like that. It was yeah. definitely after Star Wars. Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, oh, yeah no, we, I mean, there's been spaceship before 2001, yeah. But, like, because it's that's the a, way 2001 that's Kubrick, did it. right? Stanley Kubrick, yes. Yeah. So, 2001 A Space Odyssey, the way it was done, 
and like the 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 how the scenes were shot and it just like it paved the way for new space opera movies or just like space movies in general. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about Hal 9000, yeah. the villain of the movie. And you may not even know that Hal was a villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. Right, Hal was the computer, um, like the AI on a spaceship that was um, in, in an odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot where they were going. but Oh, they were going to the new... Um, to the new monolith that they found. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. So they were making their way because, so the movie makes like, there's like these monoliths that appear Mm -hmm. that, um, it it represents the change in like evolution sort of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the catalyst of evolution. That's the word I was looking for too. Um, so it's, it's the catalyst of, of of the next phase of evolution with the the monkeys. They see it, they do the fire tools. And then I, just before you continue, I always, it, it made me fucking laugh the first time I saw it. And I just love it so much where it's like you see the, the, the monkeys or the apes or whatever. They're getting to the monolith and it's just sitting there. And then they're just fucking terrified because it's, it's a giant fucking domino yeah. with, no, with no circles on it. Just erected out of nowhere. And it's yeah. just fucking sitting there in the middle of something. It's like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? And they're all getting close. Ooh, 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 ooh. They don't know what it is. Yeah. And then it's like they get close. It's like they touch it and they run away. Yeah. And, they get, and then they feel a little more and then they run away. It's like it's going to do something. Yeah. What's it going to do? And then they get to the next scene. But aliens. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Hal Nine Thousand, um, and I'm sure most of people have seen bits and pieces of that scene mm-hmm. uh, in memes or yeah. being referenced yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. So ha- at some point, Hal Nine Thousand like is like, "Fuck you guys! Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna kill all of you no. on the ship." And the only way they can stop Hal is to power him down. Mm-hmm. And they have to go into the control room with all, like, the, um, I think, the power cells. Yeah. And they have to, like, detach certain power cells to, like, cut off Hal. And the way they do it is, like, she goes in and she's, like, kind of floating and, like, the air is running out. And, like, she's, like, like slowly, like, doing it. And, like, they end up, like, um, they end up succeeding. But it's just, like... To have like an like usually a villain was another person or mm-hmm. like another like um humanoid or some type of like creature that mm-hmm. you either didn't under, whether there, whether it was a monster or this was the first time at least in my knowledge where a computer that people have made turned on them mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if uh, Terminator was out at the same time or beforehand, like Skynet, or maybe it was after. Um, but it would be it would no, that definitely. Should. Do we look up when two thousand one came out? Because I feel like it's a lot older than you think it is. Okay, because I uh, I could be wrong. It, it might be. It might be. I d- it definitely could be wrong, but like that's what I was saying. Nineteen sixty eight. Nineteen sixty eight. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that yeah, because Star Wars was seventy seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So 68. But that's the thing. I was I was trying to think. 68. I was like, right. so Star... I want to say Star Trek came out. The original was, what, 66? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With okay. uh, William Shatner. Yes. So the Star Trek did something where it was... There is a robot that kind of, like, shows up, but it's not like... It's not like Hal, where Hal is just, like... 
he's kind of like s- set at different parts of the space station or the, so uh, the how spaceship. Is, how is the AI that's yeah. controlling the spaceship and you yeah. can access him from different points? Yeah. And like you've seen that's this in the, other like movies. Star Trek did something similar, but it was I want to say it was a moving robot. It okay. wasn't stationed somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. like it kind of just like, oh, look, we're a new adventure. Here's a robot. And it was just like, you know, for the to for the most optimum reason or whatever. I forgot what the reason was, but it was just like, w- I need things to be perfect. Humans are imperfect. I yeah. want to kill you guys because you're imperfect. And then they, they mind fucked it in order to kill it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So to me, the, the, I guess the, since it was 1968 before even Star Wars, which makes sense because Star Wars was the next great space opera. Yeah. Um, well, when did Flash Gordon? Not Flash Gordon? I don't know anything about Flash Gordon. Well, that's what Star Wars was supposed to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Was, uh, what's his name? George Lucas wanted to make a, a Flash Gordon movie, and he couldn't get the right. So he's like, fuck, I'll just create something called Star Wars. Wow. I Is know, Flash right? Flash Gordon similar to Star Wars? No. Well, Flash Gordon was always like the campy like superhero space guy, mm-hmm. but he wanted to take that and make it into a uh, quote-unquote space opera. Uh-huh. But like he was going to make it into a type of Star Wars type yeah. thing, but he never got the rights so he's like, I'm gonna just make so my Flash own. So Flash Gordon supposed to be Anakin? I don't know. I don't think it was anything. I think he was just gonna take like the lore of Flash yeah, Gordon yeah. and do something with it. But yeah, okay. that's that's where it came from. That's oh, I learn something new every day. There you go. But yeah, um, 2001: Space Odyssey like paved the way for a lot of this. And how now? Since I definitely know now, it's way before. Um, yeah. Well, the, I think the reason why I was thinking 80s or something because we saw it like in high school we saw it in high school yeah but it's like i when you once you said terminator that's what really set it off i was like i thought about it visually i was like no it looks so much older than terminator. yeah no i know that yeah, but yeah. like but it looks older but like the the way they did scenes made yeah. it look like the technology was there at the time oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and that's why like kubrick was a genius not for nothing that right the fact that it looked so advanced that we weren't sure if it was the 60s or the 80s <laughs> yeah that right there is enough <laughs> <laughs> to to prove what, what what we're talking about with this movie, if you haven't seen it, watch the fucking movie. It's a yeah. long one, yes. It's a long one. It's weird. Yeah, like it's very it's, weird. It's, it's but Ric Flair's theme good. songs in it. It's fine. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> There's a giant baby floating at the end. Oh, like that fucking baby, space. dude. Um, spoilers. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> such an insane spoiler. But uh, yeah. So I I feel like Hal is like the beginning of Skynet. Which is why he's like such an important like yeah. piece of like movie like absolutely lore and history. So like yeah, he's he's up there. Well, um, with with him specifically, what's creepy is because like you said, he's the AI. Yeah. So he's not he's not mobile. Like he's not going to move around from one place to another. But because you're on a spaceship, he's always watching. And and one of my favorite scenes in that movie is because so there was so how like was. You you knew when Hal was like watching them mm-hmm. is when the camera was in like in a fisheye and like yeah, it, was, it was like red. a red color yep. and that's when you knew Hal was like watching them and it was kind of like it was kind of like creepy like there's like something watching you and one of the scenes where it's like they were like okay so Hal can hear us so they went to like a soundproof thing so they can talk and make a plan yeah. so they can shut him off and I think he was he able to read lips I think so. Yeah, and he was like able to read their lips and like devise like a counterattack. Yeah. It was just like it was such like He a, was just fucking outsmarting them at every chance. Like it's 
like you have to watch it like since we're explaining some of this thing to you so you you, now if you go and decide to watch it you can go and watching it with these things in mind and you'll Mm -hmm. be able to enjoy it a little more because when i first saw it i thought it was the stupidest fucking movie all of us did yeah i remember watching like this is the fucking dumbest thing ever and it's just and i saw it again i was like wait a second no yeah i get it yeah yeah Yeah. it's (laughs) like you start hearing other people talk about these things and then like in hindsight you're like yeah "Yeah, i kind of see that and it's just like I think it's an important movie to be to be oh, watched. And actually, any of Kubrick's movie, you just, just gotta. Check I told them out. you that there, there. I don't know when I'm gonna do it. I have to prepare, but there's a Stanley Kubrick related topic that I've been stewing Ooh, on for some nice. time. It's not exactly Stanley Kubrick per se, but yeah, yeah. it's a big. He's a big part of the topic. See, this is what this is one thing I always wondered. There, isn't there like a Kubrick school of art, like the comic book art, or is that like a different? That's uh, that's it's not Kubrick. That's Oh fuck! It sounds so. Similar. I know what you're talking about. That's. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. That's. Fuck! It's the guy. What's his name? One of the greatest comic, comic book, book guys ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right now. That, okay. and I'm. I'm. I'm ashamed. Okay. If I was uh, an old school Japanese person, I would have killed myself just uh, now. Hair I would have seppuku. I would have myself. <laughs> Seppuku. All right. Yo, go. Instead of saying go kill yourself, yeah. you should be like, yo, go seppuku yourself. Go seppuku yourself. Yo, get seppukued, son. <laughs> <laughs> We're retarded. Yep. Silly bitches. All right. What's your next <laughs> All right. villain? I had to think. I I, I got, because I only said two, right? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're, the, two, this, we're, we're two in right now. Okay. We just got two more. So I had to think about this one for a bit. That's why when you were talking about how I was like, all right, I'm talking, but at the same time, I'm trying to think in the yeah, background. Yeah, that's what I was doing before, and I couldn't think of anything, yeah. and I, I just had to look up some stuff. So I, I, I had to really think. I was like, all right, movie villains. And I had to think, who who made me feel? Who you know what I'm saying? You who feel? made me feel? Ooh, ooh, I'm like this one. Who made me feel? And I had to think back. I was like, I haven't felt in a long time. I don't feel anymore. <laughs> so I had to go back to a time when I could feel. Is that why you never get cold? Maybe. Because you're just cold on the inside? Maybe. Yeah. It's so as, it's like. It's just as cold as ice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's cold as ice. But um, yeah. I had to think back in the days when I could feel. And I had to think back to my childhood. When you were warmer. <laughs> <laughs> and, w- and what did I watch as a child? I used to watch child movies, uh-huh. such as The Lion King, Ooh, I, where you have Scar. Bro, that was going to be... <laughs> see, this is how good we know, I know each other. Like, I, know. I knew that was going to be... like one of us. See, I also didn't want to pick Scar, because yeah. I knew we were going to do like like Disney villains and like animated yeah. villains, so I didn't want to choose Scar, because yeah. that well, came up. Well, that's the thing, because I went back and I was thinking, all right, there's a couple, and... Because we're going to eventually do Disney villains at some yeah. point, I ran through a bunch of them. And yeah. honestly, a bunch of them could have made this list. There yeah. was another one I almost put in front of Scar. Yeah. But when we do do Disney villains, I think that's going to be the first one I mentioned, even before Scar. But Scar in particular, because that son of a bitch killed Mufasa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His own brother. His own brother. His own brother. Yeah. And it's one of those things, man, where it's just like. that's. I think that's the first time I cried at a movie. You don't cry at movies. I never. Then how'd you? God damn it, Islam. What? what I'm sorry. It's just I'm thinking of Mufasa. <laughs> Bro, when he when he died and yeah. Simba was like, yeah, yeah, and he's just moving with his head. I know exactly what you're talking about. And yo, yo, it brought like it made me choke. Yeah. Like s- s- a little bit yeah. of tears came yeah. down. And and but the, okay, so let's before we get to that, just Scar is just straight up just an asshole. So yeah. Mufasa, King of Pride Rock. He's just he's just running things. He's like, I run this shit, Simba. You see, Simba, you see this shit? 
You see this shit, Simba? I run this shit. <laughs> and Simba's like, like, all right, dad, just leave me alone. You see these bitches? <laughs> all mine. And then Simba's like, what about that dark place? And he's like, we don't fucking talk about that shit, Simba. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so he and Mufasa's just like the all around good guy. Everybody loves Mufasa. And his brother is just the asshole. That's all it is. He's just straight up an asshole. And he, he, you can he's tell he's a goth be- in the family. Nobody likes him. Yeah, and you can tell he's a dick <laughs> because he's got a British accent, and they're not a British family. <laughs> he does. Have, I never noticed that. Holy shit! He has Everybody a- speaks normal, but he's the one asshole. I was like, nah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna develop an accent at some point in my life. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm gonna be British. You know how it is. It's like they had, they had Lion Thanksgiving. And then uh, Mufasa invites everybody over. Yeah, they had like a nice antelope. Yeah, Yeah. and and then Scar (laughs) comes over from his from his time uh, away at school in Europe, and he started talking with an accent. And everyone's like, "Man, look at this motherfucker acting like he's better than us." (laughs) (laughs) He he was loaned out to a zoo in Britain, and he came back with an accent. So he's, he's doing that. He's like, they used to feed us and Mufasa, crumpets. And then the Mufasa's cousin's like, I heard he chills with hyenas, man. Don't fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> but oh anyway, so Mufasa, he's just he's just all around good guy. Right off the bat, you you learn to respect and just care for this person. Yeah. And then you you also learn very early on that Scar's an asshole. And when you get to that scene where he's hanging on, so he's like, brother, pull, save me. Pull me up. Do whatever. He's He just fucking lets his paws go. Well, at first you think he's gonna save him. Well, I, yeah, I don't remember the die. I've, it's so what happens? Years. He's like brother, and then he like he uses his claws and grabs his yeah, yeah. two paws, and then you're like, and then he's like, oh, thank you, brother, and then he's just like, this is my chance. Yeah, I could become king of pride. You know, Scar never would have taken Mufasa in a fight. No, he never could have handled nah, it. He's too skinny. Exactly. Yo, he smokes too much weed. Yeah, he's yeah. chilling with the hyenas. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know why smoking weed would make you skinny because it make you hungry. So that made no sense. Too much cocaine. There we go. Because um, <laughs> hyenas look like they're on cocaine. Okay. Besides the point. Grabs both of his paws. Yeah. And then he's just like, psych. Yeah. And then he's like, ah. Mm-hmm. He's like, lets him go. And then Mufasa, then like, and then like Mufasa's falling. And mm-hmm. then like he looks like he's playing with a, playing with a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> He looks it's like a ball of yard. Yeah, he's falling and his paws are swinging. Looks like he's playing with. A he was flashing back to a better time. <laughs> he's, he's and Scar is just looking. Look at this dumbass. <laughs> and what's going? But one of the most fucked up things about it, like you said, when Simba's going, he's moving. He's trying to get his head uh, to move Mufasa and see what's up. And Scar, what does Scar say to Simba? He's like. Everybody's gonna say it's your fault. Yeah, you, you, you can't do it. They're gonna be like Mufasa, the one that everybody loves, the guy who ran this shit. You did this, and Simba's like, "Oh my god, what am I do?" He's like, "Just run, run, Simba, run away and never come back. Run, just go Simba, away, run." And he fucking he took out two generations of royalty in one fell swoop. Yeah, just right there, he was just like, "I know, I." He's like, "I'm never gonna be king because I'm the I'm the shitty little brother." Yeah. So I'm gonna get rid of Mufasa. I'm going to get fucking Simba out the picture, and I don't even have to kill him. And if I did, fuck it. I'll kill him. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm He's going to die out there anyway. Exactly. He, he don't know how to it. hunt yet. He ain't going to make it. Yeah. Nobody thought he would have met a fucking fat-ass pig and a little rat. But that's how it goes. Uh, prairie dog, but okay. That's the same shit, man. It's a fucking rat. 
and they eat fucking cockroaches. It's it's disgusting. Simba should have died. Yeah. <laughs> Simba should have died yes. out there. Yeah. But um, Scar, and then what does Scar do? I, it looked like he threw one crazy ass party, and all Pride Rock got fucked up. Yo. Like the, we're, it's like everything, it's like everything just was dead like and decayed. Sunlight didn't go there. Anymore. I was like, "What? How did you do this?" <laughs> He's like, "You're like, teach me, Scar. How do I get rid of the sunlight?" It's just everything got destroyed, and Scar, man. Yeah, like so. So the whole movie also like taught you about the circle of life, like yeah. that. There's predators, there's prey, yeah. and Mufasa explains this right. He was mm-hmm. like, "You have to respect life because we eat the antelopes, mm-hmm. but then we die. We become one with the ground, mm-hmm. and we we help the grass grow, and mm-hmm. then the antelopes eat the grass. The circle of life, right? Mm-hmm. So." And then Scar was like, what? He's like, Scar was like, what? Circle of life? I'm going to eat all these fucking antelopes. And then there was no food left. I'm going to eat the antelopes. And you know what I'm going to do after? I'm going to eat all the fucking cantaloupes, bitch. I don't give a fuck, (laughs) Mufasa. I'm going to go antelopes, bantelopes, and cantaloupes. All those fucking honeydew melons. (laughs) Shit. But yeah. Um... Yeah, that that's that's a very good point. He took out two generations of royalty. Yeah. I didn't even think and about one, that. And one, just one shot right and, there. Yo, he's he's one of the greatest uh, to fucking do it. Yeah. Look how long it took him for Game of Thrones. I mean, I couldn't even I couldn't even wait long enough to to see it. Shit, bro, shit took forever. Yeah. God and then damn. and then Simba finally grows up. He grows his hair out, and yeah. then he's like, "I'm gonna fight Scar." And then Scar, being the true villain, just lost like a bitch. Like he he realized like I can't fight. <laughs> No. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing out He's here. He's like, I've been doing cocaine for too long. Like, I'm, yeah, my, my bones are brittle. His bones are brittle. <laughs> His bones are brittle. He don't even got bones. He got bones. Because yeah. they're brittle. Scar. Yeah. Scar. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I don't know. We might have to do Tarantino villains. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, I know there's, like, a, a certain amount of movies, but I, we might have to do Tarantino. Because I have a Tarantino villain on here. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to use him right now. Mm. So I'm going to use something else. Mm. Sauron. I, you know what? I was thinking I was thinking Sauron. <laughs> I was like, what about that big-ass eye? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? No. No, I'm, I'm going I'm to save that. Here's Sauron I, was up there. Here's why Sauron is one of the greatest villains of all time. Yeah. He, he was never, never in a fucking movie. Yeah. He was a never in one of. He was a legend. He yeah. he couldn't do anything yeah. in the movies. Yeah. He was just an eye. He was just like looking at you, like, like where yeah. you at? What you doing? Where you at? What you doing? Like yeah. that. That's all he did in the fucking movies. He was badass back in the day. Yeah. And then some human killed him by chopping off his fingers. Yep. And then they were like, "Oh, I need this ring." Uh, he's like Beyonce, like. <laughs> <laughs> If if you don't know what I just did, because it's not video, <laughs> I did the what's that song called? Um, single ladies, the single ladies. Yeah, I, I saw just shook his hand back and forth like Beyonce does in the video, <laughs> like and pointing at the ring finger. Like that's what Sauron was doing the whole movie in his head. He's like, "Where's my ring at?" Like, <laughs> See, I always thought of it as Sauron would have been a lot cooler if somebody just got him like some visine. <laughs> you know, I feel like everything would have been okay. <laughs> Just, get, just put a couple drops of that shit, and it's gonna. It's no longer gonna be a fiery fucking red. His shit was just dry. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's he, all I, it was. Just put some visine in there. You'll be fine. Maybe there was visine in the ring. <laughs> like that's why he wanted it so bad. Yeah. Um. So so this is the thing about Sauron, right? Sauron was like the big baddie in Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. The the ring. 
he needed the ring to be able to become physical form again. Mm-hmm. This dude was so fucking strong. Mm-hmm. He lost his physical storm and was still wrecking havoc. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, he, he was like, it's just usually when you're when you're up against a villain, mm-hmm. you can see who you're fighting. You can fight the villain mm-hmm. and then you can beat him. The only way you could beat him is to get this fucking little ring mm-hmm. in some lava. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. That was and like his, a specific spot of lava. Too. Like this was his last tether yeah. to the world, and he was still wrecking havoc. It, it the shit was ridiculous. Yeah. And like, and if you go back and read like the books and like the lore about Sauron and how he defeated the other big baddie to yep. become the yep. big big baddie, yep. it was just. It's ridiculous. That's those are one of the, like the best pieces of literature ever. Oh, I, I I need to go back and actually read like them. all the middle or shit is is fucking sick. And it's um in in the Shadow of Mordor video game where you go you go back and you play one of the Rangers um mm-hmm. from way back in the day. And uh his thing is like he gets killed and his family gets killed, but <clears> something <throat> happens it's like he, he, there was like his family got killed in front of him and there was so much like vengeance and shit like left over mm-hmm. that this one like uh weird like ghost spirit like uh, uh attached to him so but now he that was, he can never die but that was the elf that made the ring right yes because he made the he's the guy who made the ring so the and the thing is the ranger he, not though no, the elf was the, the elf is the spirit that attached himself to the ranger yeah and the thing is it's like you find he's going on this whole fucking and then they go through an adventure where the ranger's trying to get vengeance and his like his side partner, other version of him, is the spirit who's trying to get vengeance for what happened. You're like, what happened? You find out he made the ring because Sauron tricked him into doing it. Yeah. And it was just like, right there. Like, Sauron, before he was even, like, this crazy badass, he was just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm just going to fuck with people. I'm going to create the world's most powerful weapon. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. I'm going to have this fucking guy do it for me. And he's yeah. not going to even know. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's because, how badass Sauron is. Because Elvish um, masonry was the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. But um no Sauron is badass and then he took he took Saruman the yeah. the first white wizard the yeah. guy whose job it was I mean those wizard dudes showed up to basically help restore like peace and shit on Middle Earth yeah Saruman was the leader yeah. of them he was the guy and then he even saw it was like you know I'm gonna do this shit I'm gonna protect people and then he met fucking Sauron he's like fuck I can't stop him. I'm joining his ass. Yeah. He's like, you want some orcs? Fuck that. I'll make you some Urukai. Yeah. And then he made all the Urukai, and it was just like, I'm with Sauron. I work for him. I mean, he fucking the, the just... One, the one cool thing... See, I didn't know the wizards... I, I was like, why isn't he, like, doing more? Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, I, when I... Re- so, sometimes I go on these, like... I go down the rabbit holes mm-hmm. with some of these, like... Like, I'll go either whether it's uh, Lord of the Rings or other type of yeah. lore and i'll just keep digging into that shit lord of rings got a lot i know it's fucking <laughs> crazy so i found out that the wizards were were sent there by like the, like the god being yeah. in that world yeah they're not from middle earth no yeah no they were sent there yeah. and the reason they don't have their full power mm-hmm. because they're not meant to um they're meant they're there as a guide mm-hmm. not as someone who can directly affect yeah. So that's why they don't have their full powers. Like they're much yeah. stronger than oh, they, yeah. they are. That's shown. why everybody always like shit on Gandalf. Like especially in the Hobbit. 
Yeah. Uh, in the in the Hobbit books, because Gandalf is like, I'm gonna I'm be over here. I'm gonna I'm gonna dip. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. I'll meet you guys at the next stop. Yeah. Everyone's like, why? I was like, because that's what Gandalf. He's a guy. Yeah. He's he's trying to just. He's, All right, I'm gonna get you guys to where you need to be. He's like, this is where you need to do be. This is kind of what you need to do. Like, I'm not gonna spell it out for you, but I'm gonna drop hints. Like, yeah. I'm your guide. And and the reason why he becomes Gandalf the White is because Saruman the White got corrupted. Mm-hmm. So there needed to be another leader, yeah. and he was the one that he the the god being mm-hmm. like evolved him yeah or like stepped him up you know i always thought of i because i mm. when 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 the god being or whatever brought the wizards i forgot how many there were but he a brought four. them so it was saruman no there's the, there's five it's saruman the white gandalf the gray radagast the brown and there's two others i thought there's there was five. only one more i thought I, there was four no i'm pretty because i remember always thinking like What's up with the other wizards? Yeah, like I always remember thinking. I like, mean, what's we up see with the Radagast two? in the movie for like for the Hobbit. Yeah, for yeah. like a hot second where he takes him with he's the. Just, he's with, just riding a bunch of. He's got a rabbit. So like, uh, they weren't rabbits. I forgot what they, they were. Like an like a mythical creature. I forgot what they're called. I mean, yeah, but they were like. Yeah. The closest thing would be a rabbit. Yeah, they're they're like the ra- like they exist in mythology now. They're like the rabbit with like the the antlers mm. and yeah, I forgot what they were called, but yeah. Them. But what I was say- what I was saying is like, I always thought I was like. What if there needed to be whatever set amount of wizards there were? So when he made Gandalf the White, what if somebody on the on the, wherever they came from would just all of a sudden became a fucking wizard? Like he became something. He became like Kyle the Gray. <laughs> it's like Kyle's just eating. He's just setting up some like fucking instant noodles. You know, he's he's over at the microwave doing some shit. Gandalf becomes Gandalf the White, and all of a sudden. Kyle's like, what the fuck's happening? It's like a robe <laughs> appears on him, and all this crazy shit. And he was like, I just wanted some noodles. Yeah, um, yeah. So Sauron, he he was Sauron's a great one. He's a great one because at, at, you're you're going through these three epic adventure movies to beat this one character where you 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 get little bits and pieces of him, and. It's just like there's so much mystery wrapped around him that mm-hmm. makes him so interesting. Yeah, and one of the most fucked up things, well, one of the coolest <clears throat> things about Sauron is there's literally only one way to defeat them, to yeah. defeat him, and it's literally the hardest fucking thing imaginable to do. Yeah. And he built up like his defenses around yeah. where you can destroy the ring. Yeah. So. I mean, and on top of that, it's like if he gets the ring ahead of time, that's it. Like you're you're done. Yeah. Like you, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> Sorry, that's, cu- that's a great. You that's have a great to one. cut it off his finger again. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck all with the that. single ladies. Yeah, all the single ladies. All right. Um. So this is my fourth, correct? Yeah, because okay. we just did our thirds. Yes. All right. So this <clears throat> one, I was thinking. All right, I got. I got to really think about this. I thought I love Star Wars. I got to go to Star Wars. I thought, all right, obviously you're gonna go Vader. It's like, no, I don't want to be. I don't want to be obvious with it. I need to really think. I was like, all right, it was the Emperor. No, not the Emperor. Jar Jar Binks. Now, Jar Jar Binks <laughs> is 100% my fourth. Okay. One, he was a villain to the people watching the movie. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> Everybody hated that motherfucker. I mean, I've you know I've been re-watching the Star Wars movies lately. Yeah, yeah. And um, we all know how fucking annoying episode one was because of him. Like, it was... At the end of the day, I think I actually like episode one more than two at this point. But... Just Jar Jar Binks is so bad. The very first thing that comes out of his mouth, like the not, maybe not the first time, the first time he speaks in a sentence, he just says "moi moi," and it's just right there. I was like, I know, I fucking hate this <laughs> asshole. Qui Gon Jinn saves his life, it's like "moi moi," like shut up. 
<laughs> Shut up, Jar Jar. And if that's not bad, I mean, the whole movie, the whole movie, he's just going out there and he's getting his tongue stuck stuck in between the little thing on the pod racer. He's fucking doing shit. He's trying to eat some food and he accidentally throws it at Sebulba. Now Anakin has to defend Sebulba, has to defend a uh, fucking Jar Jar in front of Sebulba, and it's a whole fucking thing. I'm like, you know what? He's just a fuck up. He got kicked out of his own fucking underwater world because he was clumsy. How fucking clumsy do you have to be to get kicked out of your fucking like land? <laughs> your whole tribe was like, like nah, they're like, bro, you know what? You gotta man? go. You gotta go. And then when the Jedi's brought him back, they was like, you know what? We gotta kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like they said, they thought it was like we sent him away. He still came back. We gotta end it. <laughs> we can't let this continue. And just because he had a life to, to Qui-Gon, he was like, fine, you could, he'll live, but don't bring his ass back. I've had enough of him. Then he had the big guys. So the way they got rid of him, they were like, he'll become the ambassador to the Gungans, so go to their world. Yeah. You'll just stay there, exactly. and you'll be our ambassador. And then, and then because of some lucky random shit, Jar Jar Binks uses clumsiness to accidentally help win the war in Naboo. So what happens the 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 gungans and the people of nubu they decide to fucking unite queen amidala moves on she becomes senator amidala and then she's going uh, she has to go into hiding at one point in episode two because anakin has to protect her and it's a whole fucking thing and she's like you know what i need somebody to take my place there's a bunch of people on the planet of nubu and we're also cool with the gungans so i need to think of somebody who could represent me on the senate and let me think um i could take the next person in line who was maybe going to be queen, I could take somebody who's respectable in the in the fucking what's the word the the political world of Naboo. Yeah. I could take the king of the Gungans and maybe have him represent me. I could have somebody like that. No, I'm gonna get Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I'm gonna have fucking Jar Jar Binks represent me. And what does she tell him? She's like, listen. Palpatine is saying maybe we should do this whole thing with emergency power where he has since he's the chancellor he could just have everybody gives him all the power so he could just run shit in the meantime until everything's better but don't let him do that Jar Jar because this is a republic it's not an empire we're supposed to have say we're supposed to vote we're supposed to do all these things so Jar Jar whatever you do don't say it's okay for Chancellor Palpatine to get emergency power. And what does Char Jar say? He says, Boy, boy, Misa thinks that's a great idea. And then fucking she goes off and he turns around. He's like, hey, Palpatine, you want all the power? Here it is. I'll give it to you. <laughs> and he became the fucking emperor. <laughs> He's, he created the war in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It all comes back to Jar Jar Binks being a dumbass. People died. <laughs> Planets were destroyed yeah. because of Jar Jar. Jesus Christ. He's the worst being ever. Like, yeah, in Empire, Darth Vader goes around and he force chokes people. Jar Jar did it by accident. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, oh my God, I hate that fucking alien. Oh my God. that was, I, I love that rant. That was amazing. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's 100% in my Matt Rushmore for top villains. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, that makes sense because there were a lot of rumors that Jar Jar Binks was like the hidden Sith. He was the Sith, yeah. And it was like it made sense because it's like he lit all he did was like make things worse, yeah. And in favor of like the Empire, yep. And like once you bring up the point of it's like, hey, you're gonna be like him being picked as representative is like honestly the stupidest thing yeah queen amadala was very dumb for that was is she dumb or was she like persuaded possibly right by his force powers 
Oh, by right? you're saying as if Jar Jar had force powers. Yeah. Okay. So was he? Was he? Uh, was did Jar Jar Binks persuade her mm-hmm. in the, in some force way to pick him as the yeah. the representative just so he can give the power he could to turn Palpatine. Give it to Palpatine. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. I think it could. Yeah, but or he could just I, I, be like I, that yeah. one thing that they needed to. Yeah. Just, just to, set, the, to get just to that move next the step. story along. Yeah. But, um, um, nah, man. It's like it's like I, I, I it's like especially now that I'm rewatching it. I always love watching old movies and going back and rewatching them because I always feel like you get to learn from what you didn't notice before, especially since you're older and everything. So it's like going back and watching it now, and it's like I'm learning because I don't know about you, man, but when you get to the to the prequel trilogy. Be, when you get to the Republic and so much watching it as a kid, there's so much stupid nonsense. When you learn about the Trade Federation, so they're not yeah. let, they're not letting like Naboo, you know, negotiate with other things. It's just so much nonsense. Like I just want to see people with laser swords fight. You know, <laughs> that's all I want to see. And even now that I'm older and I understand it better, it's still I still just want to see people with laser swords fight. You know, but it's like I learn more about it. And it's just like, dude, Jar Jar, man, he's just he did. That, 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 he, yo, you might have solved the mystery, bro. The mystery of Jar Jar Binks. <clears throat> oh man, that's a good. Do one. you have anything to add to Georgia? Nah, I, you said it all. <laughs> I well, the, the only thing I added is he might have like force persuaded, yeah. like somehow. Yeah. I always like to think that it was just the emperor. Yeah, the way I see it, it was, it was Palpatine. Palpatine set up the whole. He set up everything. Yeah. that's why. Especially Maybe he now, was he force persuaded. Amadala Amadala to to give Jar Jar because yeah. he knew he was just retarded. Yeah. Because when you look at the prequels, especially now that I've watched it, you always thought of it as, okay, this is how Anakin became Vader. Mm-hmm. But you always, I, now that I'm, I'm looking at it in a different light, I'm like, you know what? It's really how the, it's more, to me, it's more about how Palpatine became Sidious. Emperor, yeah. Yeah, how he became Emperor. Because, <clears throat> like, for, from the very first movie, they kind of, like, they, they put it in there. It's like, yeah. all right, so you see his rise to power. Just yeah, you see, see both Vader's. the rise to yeah, power, yeah. yeah. The them being yeah. the the rulers of the empire. Yep. Yeah. So what's uh, that's my fourth. Yeah. What do you got? My fourth. Agent Smith. Okay. Wow, I thought you said Asian Smith for a second. Like who's Asian Smith? <laughs> Asian? <laughs> yeah, I thought oh. you said Asian. No, Agent Smith. Agent Smith from Matrix. Yes. Yes. Agent yes. Smith. Also known as... A virus. Rivendell. Okay. Lord Rivendell. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Also known as V for Vendetta. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And the the guy who got a really bad sunburn in uh, Captain America. The Red Skull. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who got a sunburn? <laughs> I was like, Coulson? What? Um, <clears throat> so, Agent Smith... One of the, he he he's he's definitely up there. He's a great villain because again he's just a computer virus. Yeah, right. He's so. If you don't know what the Matrix is, go kill yourself. Get sepakud. Um, Get sepakud. And, uh, <laughs> um, or go watch it, please. Uh, I, yeah. So. The Matrix is this uh, post-apocalyptic future world where again. Thanks to HAL 9000, the robots took over. Mm-hmm. And now humans are kind of like fighting back within the Matrix. So they're going inside a virtual reality where 
world to fight off these viruses. So you want to kill the pretty much the programming from within itself mm -hmm. so you could gain back control. And Agent Smith is kind of like the white blood cells of this um Uh, the strongest of the white blood cells yeah. in in the robots' uh, defense, yeah. and Neo is the chosen one to like kind of beat it. Yeah, and he, Agent Smith has all these crazy powers within the Matrix. He like can multiply himself. Yep. He's like, it's ridiculous, and it's just like that actor also is such an amazing actor that That's like Hugo Weaving, correct? Yeah, yeah, that he's. Like again, like we named four of his other like yeah. roles, and he's amazing in every like yeah. V for Vendetta. Was Those are all amazing. iconic characters. V for Vendetta, he never takes off the mask once, mm -hmm. and he's so good. Yeah, like it's no you know how hard it is to do. Yeah, exactly. With no facial expression, like you you can't uh, show any emotion, and the, he could still you, do you're it. You're not portraying emotion yeah. and with facial expression. You're only portraying it with words and tone yeah. of how you deliver those yeah. words, and, and he's and body so language. good. Yeah, yeah, and body language. And it's just like it's it's so amazing. Yeah. Um, he's fucking, he's like the Lord of the fucking Wood Elves. Yeah, that's Lord <clears throat> Rivendell. Like holy <laughs> shit! And then you have him as the Red Skull, great uh, Captain America's like greatest villain, right? And uh, I just I, I think they didn't do enough with him. He should have been in more movies. I mean, yeah, I, I never like Captain America. It's like I Me don't either. I don't think I can name. But another I like the Red Skull. Yeah, I don't he's think I can villain. name another Captain America villain other than the Red Skull. Uh, he's the only one I think I know. What's his name? The the one that was in Black Panther. Uh, he's Caesar? What? Caesar? No, no, no. Um, no, I'm sorry. Not in Black Panther. The one who killed T'Challa's father. The fuck killed T'Challa's father? T'Challa had a father? Yeah. Uh, uh, T'Chaka. Yeah, no, T'Chaka. I don't... I mer He died in, in an explosion. In the Winter Soldier, I'm sorry. Oh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> that guy. Uh, what's his name? There, he's gonna be in one of the shows on Disney Plus. Yeah, I know the Winter Soldier. No, not him. The other guy. There was another one. Who yeah, the it? scientist, uh, Zivo. Or the fuck is Zivo? Yeah, he's another villain of Captain America's. Was he in the movies? Yeah, he was the the scientist guy with the thing that helped um, do the brainwashing. Guy did not pay attention. Okay, yeah, all. whatever, <laughs> whatever. He's Zivo, but yeah, um, Agent Smith. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I've I've said it before. And everybody disagrees with me on this. Um, I always feel like the Matrix movies were highly overrated. I like the first and second one. I don't think I've seen the third one. Yeah. Um, I got bored at that point. <laughs> See, that's thing. I got bored like 20 minutes into the first one. I love the second one because yeah. just the I because of the villains, because yeah. of the characters, the 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 they got those Rastafari, guys with the dreads, the Rastafari yeah. twins, yeah, the ghost guys. Those were fucking awesome. But it's like I I remember like the Matrix to me, I never hold it in such high regard as most people do but despite that agent smith i cannot deny is such a great character He's, it's like neo agent smith honestly and then, I, like the other characters i put agent smith over everyone like yeah. I, i never like neo neo just annoys me yeah but because well, he's the hero so you have like your main hero your main villain oh, yeah, yeah. and then like all your other supporting but characters. just be because of what exactly what you said because agent smith is I mean, like you described it perfectly. He's he's the white blood cells yeah. to this whole computer program. Yeah. Like his job is like there's something that shouldn't be here that's here. I need to get it out. I need to stop it. I need yeah. to protect the program. And the way he does it is amazing. Like I'm pr it's it's two where he uh where he has like a million agent smiths, right? Yeah. And it's like that scene right there. I remember in the trailer watching it. 
And because I remember watching the first Matrix, didn't like it. Um, the trailer for the second one, I was like, oh, it's Matrix. Who cares? But I remember seeing that in the trailer with all those Age of Spice. And that alone was enough to be like, you know what? Maybe this is going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's going to be all right. <laughs> that uh, that right there is what got me to give that movie a shot. <clears throat> but um, no, he's, he's just a great character. Like I said, I don't remember enough about The Matrix uh, to truly express why but he is one hell of a character he's up there yeah he uh, the again the actor himself is just such oh, a great actor it's amazing that like just like um the jew killer uh, yeah from inglorious bastards yep. and from his same character but he wasn't a jew killer yeah. um and um yeah, his ancestor in django yeah django unchained yeah. uh so oh man all right, so that's that's eight. Those are eight good villains. Yeah, I feel like we did a good job there. I, I, I'm also glad that we didn't double up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Thanks everybody for listening to another episode of Los Wise Guys podcast. Uh, follow us on social medias and uh, listen to uh, the podcast on all the podcast places. <laughs> all the podcast places. <laughs> all the podcast places. Yep. And um, as always, remember to like, share. Like, share, rate, subscribe, review. Don't forget to pray. There you go. And uh, have a great week.